Picture this, a nourishing breakfast spread, music welcoming you to a breathtaking space, a seat with a curated gift just for you, a full day of immersive, interactive, and truly transformational sessions, a room filled with women ready to step into their fullest potential, women ready for unmatched personal growth soul-giving conversations, vulnerable and heartfelt moments experienced together, moments of tears, of breakthroughs, of wonder and of release, laughter, hugs, and permission to step fully into your most authentic, honest, and powerful version of you. The one that's already in there that's just yearning to come out. Join us and buy your ticket for March 23rd, 2024 for Bloom, a life-changing event happening in Kitchener-Waterloo. Visit thebloomevent.com to learn more about this day or to say yes to yourself and purchase a ticket to join us. I hope to see you there. I am excited to share with you a place I think is making huge waves in the bridal space. And that, my friends, is More to Love Bridal, a luxury bridal boutique for plus size, mid size, and curvy brides ran by two outstanding women who firmly believe that size should have absolutely no correlation to your dress shopping experience. I stand with them when they say that every body deserves to have a magical dress shopping experience to find the dress of their dreams. They have a large selection of gowns ranging from sizes 16 to 44 that suit every body type. The boutique is beautiful inside and provides the elevated shopping experience that you deserve. Seriously, they have emerald greens everywhere and a gorgeous flower wall. They also have a private and spacious fitting room that opens up into private seating areas for your bride squad to enjoy your fashion show, meaning that as a bride, you will feel special and safe while you try on your dresses. Not to mention, I speak from personal experience when I say that Laura and Monica are some of the best humans that you will ever meet and definitely the women that you want there when you shop for your special day. If you or someone you know is becoming a bride or a bride again, then be sure to take a little trip up the 401 to Etobicoke and visit More to Love Bridal Boutique for the most incredible dress shopping experience and gowns. And if you do, say hi to the girls for me. Welcome to the Balance and Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Mondu, a published author, owner of Balance and Bliss, and a healthy lifestyle coach who helps women to escape the diet culture mindset and empowers them to harness their inner fire. You will always find me with a coffee in my hand, friends on my mind, and if you invite me, I will totally come to your party, and you won't regret it. She's right, you totally won't regret it. By the way, I'm Kim Holmes. Professionally, I'm a former personal trainer turned content and copywriter for health and wellness entrepreneurs with a knack for making wellness simple and sustainable. I believe you can and should make your own rules. Personally, I'm a mom of two boys, a pop culture dork, and a social introvert who has a lot of things to say. On this show, we discuss all things movement, menu, and most importantly, mindset, and so much more as it relates to living your healthiest and greatest life. Because let's face it, your health is so much more than what you eat and that workout that you planned on doing. We believe that life doesn't have to be perfect in order to be great. And if you're here, you can be sure that you will be getting the most honest and real conversations about being a woman 
and navigating the wellness world. Happy Monday, everybody, and thank you for joining us yet again for another lovely episode of the Balance and Bliss podcast. We are doing our Body Bliss segment, and so we are talking to a variety of co-authors from the Body Bliss Project. If you're unfamiliar with what the Body Bliss Project is, in the show notes, I will link for you the introductory episode where you can learn a little bit about what Body Bliss is and what the intention is behind the project and when launch date is going to be happening, which we're, we're getting close to that time, but we're not quite there yet. So today we are joined by one of our lovely fellow co-authors, Lynn. Thank you for coming and chatting with me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this. Me too. So let's dive in right away. If you can share with everybody, I mean, I know you would love for you to share with everybody who you are. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I am Lynn. If you follow me on social media, I'm also known as Coach Muffin, but I do have honestly have a real name. <laughs> I am a mama to two girls, a six-year-old and an almost 13-year-old. I love them. Um, that preteen, God, she is going to be the death of me, but we still love her. <laughs> Um, I own coach muffin personal training, which is fairly new. I launched that November 1st and I'm loving where it's going. It's, uh, an approach to fitness that is about a well-rounded approach and building community. Uh, community is a really big, important part of my life. I live in small town, Ontario, and it's where I've grown up and, it's always been important. However, the last two years have shown me just how much I appreciate my community and small business owners. I love to be outside. I love sports. I am a diehard Green Bay Packers fan. Love my football and I'm a domestic violence survivor. And this is me. <laughs> You're also like you train for huge races and marathons. Like it's OC is it OCT. I'm probably not saying it right. So I do OCR, which is obstacle OCR. course racing. Yes. So like Spartan, I've done marathons and an ultra marathon in the past. I kind of like going into things and being like people not thinking I'm going to do it. Like you're this tiny little girl, you're a mom. And I love that challenge our firefighters one day told me that I would never be able to handle a stair climb challenge that they participate in every year. So I signed up as a firefighter and ran the whole thing in full gear just because I wanted to say I did it. <laughs> That's pretty <I'm> badass. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Well, thank you. That is so many amazing things. So you are one of the 15 authors um, in the co-author project for Body Bliss. I'm really curious, what was it about a book as it relates to your body acceptance journey that really drew you to want to sign on and be one of the authors and, and write a chapter for this book? Well, it's kind of funny because I had seen you sharing for a little while on your social media. And I was saying to my friends like, oh my God, this is such an amazing project. I can't wait to read this book when it comes out. And I had a friend say to me, well, why aren't you applying to be a part of the project? And it was something that actually I really struggled with because I think that in the fitness industry, I am a straight white female. 
there are lots of straight white female voices in the forefront when it comes to fitness and talking about our bodies. And I felt like it wasn't my place to say anything. Mm. And I said, no, I'm going to save this space for other people who need this platform. And one of my best friends sat me down and gave me a tough love conversation, a little life chat and reminded me that nobody's words are less than anyone else's. Mm -hmm. And I was given a story for a reason. And I've always said that I'm very open with my story. And she said, I think you need to apply. And so I listened to her and I reached out to you and I was like, oh my God, what if she is like, why is Lynn applying for this project? And then you were so welcoming and lovely and made it so much easier for me. That's really interesting. So you went from, oh my gosh, this project sounds incredible. Like I can't wait to see it come together and to read all these women's stories to, ooh, uh, I do have a story to share and God bless that lovely friend of yours for pushing you to like, maybe I have a story that I can share and then actually reaching out, um, despite having those feelings of like, I'm not sure. And now here you are, you've, you've been through the process. We're on the other side, you've written your chapter. What was that writing process like? Because again, you didn't go into it with the intention of wanting to be a co-author. You went in it with the intention of being a reader. So how was writing? Writing was raw. I think I left my abusive husband. It's been 11 years now. And I, I've been 11 years of therapy. I have, I felt like dealt with all my things. I unpacked my baggage. I'm good. And then I started to write and it was unreal the things that in unearthed. I think that so much of my time in therapy was focused on that relationship and all of the trauma that came with it. That when I started thinking about my body and the conversations that I'd had about it or other people had had about it, it dug up stuff from my childhood. Like I cried writing this. I threw notebooks across the room. I decided I wasn't going to do it anymore. And then the day when we were supposed to submit everything, I scrapped my entire concept and rewrote my oh, chapter. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, it was <laughs> what a roller coaster. <laughs> but it was cathartic and it was needed and it's given me a very different perspective on my journey. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because every single author that I've spoken to up until this point has said that writing their chapter drew up a whole bunch of shit that they thought that they had dealt with and that it was actually, some of them feel like they're back in it to a certain degree because you've uncovered all of the healing that you thought you did. And there has been some additional healing that has absolutely come from it, but it just speaks to like the power of writing, right? If you, I mean, you said you've done lots of years of therapy and if you've ever done journaling or anything like that, like people will suggest writing things down because it really does kind of get it out and allows you to like process and move through it. So it makes total sense that writing a chapter in a book on something that is so vulnerable, um, would make you feel a lot of those, those same feelings. Well, it was funny to me because 
in my work environment and my personal environment, I'm very much about community and building a community and creating safe space, whether it's you're coming to a class with me or you're in my home, I want it to be a safe space. Mm -hmm. And as we were going through this process, we had our Facebook group for all of the authors. And I was watching all of these women like come together and have these really great conversations. And it was just too hard for me to try to navigate that while I was processing all of this. And it was such a like internal struggle for me going, but I'm usually the person that's building other women up and being that cheerleader. And it was just, it was, oh, it was a roller coaster. And so you really felt like when you were writing it, like you were in the thick of, because maybe this will be a good opportunity for you to talk about some of the things that you do cover in your chapter. So you, you mentioned that you are a survivor of domestic violence and it's been quite a number of years, but that is part of your story. And so that is part of, of what's in your chapter. So maybe two part question, if you can share a little bit about what you discuss without giving away the horse, of course, um, in your chapter and, and what that processing was like. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay, so before we continue with the episode today, I want to ask you if you're feeling really connected with the habits that you know make you feel better and healthier. Are you spending more time than you'd like to throughout the day with thoughts popping into your head about what you wish you could be doing or what you wish you were doing? Are you wishing you had more motivation? Are you feeling out of balance or out of routine? Do you often think about the cycle of dieting that you find yourself on? If you're finding yourself nodding along, it's frustrating and it's annoying because you just can't seem to do the things that you know help you or you're spiraling because you don't know what works for you anymore and you've tried everything or you just aren't taking any action. And when you aren't taking any action, nothing changes. So what needs to happen for you to finally decide that now is the time to make a change? I'll tell you right now, you don't need to join another gym and you don't need to start another diet. You need to explore the deeper habits and the mindsets that are going to keep you consistent long-term, period. That's why I created the Holistic Body Connection to give you a roadmap and together we break down your old foundations and thoughts and patterns and build new ones, ones that actually work and more importantly are sustainable. It's time to stop sitting on the sidelines of your life, wishing that things were different and looking for it in all the wrong places. So click the link in the show notes to see why it's the next right thing for you to create this connected routine that you crave and complete the form to directly connect with me about it. I'll see you there. I, when I scrapped it and rewrote everything, I just, I was overthinking the first time through and I sat there and I thought it boils down to words, right? And the power of words. I have this conversation with my girls all the time. Our word is the most powerful thing we have. We can use it to build others up. We can use it to tear them down. Mm. And so it came back to just focusing on the words that I had heard or said about myself over my 36 years of life and the power that they held and then how those words turn around and how you can hear words spoken about you that build you up and change who you are as a person. Mm. So that's kind of what my chapter focuses on. 
Mm-hmm. Words absolutely can change everything. I actually was just having a conversation with my six-year-old the other day because we, she was mad at me because I sent her to her room and 30 minutes prior to me sending her to her room, she was like, do you think I'm going to be a good mommy like you one day? And I was like, and I answered her question saying, you know, of course, and giving her evidence as to why I thought that. And then, and I said, oh, and you think I'm a good mommy. That's really nice of you. And then half an hour later, she took it back. She's like, what I said before, I don't mean it. And I was like, oh my gosh. So after she'd calmed down, I went to her room and I said, baby, I just want to let you know that when you speak words, they're very powerful. And when you say something and it comes out of your mouth, you cannot take it back and words can hurt people. So, you know, what you said to mommy there really hurt my feelings like that hurt my heart and my heart will remember that. And she was just like, oh, you know, like she didn't realize like the power um, of words and how they can support people, how they can make them feel differently, how they can make them feel not so alone. What I'm really curious about, because I forgot that you completely scrapped and rewrote, like just in the nick of time, how did you possibly, cause I feel like that is a miracle to have like just rewritten a whole new chapter and submitted something so beautiful. Like, how did you do that? <laughs> my family is laughing because they know my procrastination. <laughs> I was the kid that I can remember grade eight science fair the night before I was like, Oh, oh cool. I'll do my project on solar energy. And then won the science fair. And my father was like, livid because he wanted me to learn a life lesson about how you couldn't do things until the last minute. Um, Her life lesson for that was do it last minute and win the prize. Right. Like I, I work really well under pressure. I also know that while I was trying to like knock that out, I was panicking about the word count Mm. and a really sweet, lovely friend of mine messaged me and she said, stop. Nobody cares if it's 5,000 words, if 1,800 of those words are bullshit that you've added just to hit your word count. And I went, okay, yeah, you're you right. Really great friends in your corner. <laughs> I have phenomenal, phenomenal people. And I'm so grateful for them. So it was like, okay, this is what the story is meant to be. And, and this is enough. And I've said all I need to say. And here it is. Yeah. And that, and that was it. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Okay. So you uncovered all of this stuff in writing your chapter that you thought you had healed, right? Thought air quote. Yeah. Um, so what has, if I could ask you, like, what has this project then taught you about yourself, about your body acceptance journey? Like has, has anything kind of shifted, changed, evolved, now, again, that you are on like the other side of this project to grant myself grace and not, I think that there's a lot of pressure. Fitness is a competitive industry. There's not a lot of sense of people working together. It's you'll hear trainers talk about, oh, you know, that trainer from so-and-so or such and such a place. Wow. She's gained some weight or those kinds of things. Mm. And realizing that if I am going to reach out to you as one of my clients and say, grant yourself grace, you are growing a baby. You are being a mama bear. You are running a business. We are surviving trauma. 
I don't care how serious you think COVID is or isn't any of that stuff. This is a trauma and it's been two years of this. Yeah. And so granting myself some grace and understanding that if I need to take rest today, instead of be at the gym, like I was two hour workouts, six days a week, because I wanted to be at the top of my game with Spartan, which then I blew out an ankle last year and didn't get to compete anyhow. But like, I need to grant myself some grace now in this space. Yep. The number on the scale looks very different than it did last year. I have a photo shoot in two weeks. And normally this would have me panicking and I'm just going to show up and be me. Mm. And I'm feeling more comfortable with that than I've ever been. That's such a valuable lesson to grant yourself some grace and to just show up where you're at and honor where you're at and know that it's, it's not always going to be with COVID. We're not always, it's not always going to be like this. And yes, we'll be dealing with the trauma afterwards, but everything, everything is a season and we continue to kind of, uh, move through those seasons. So before we move on to, um, balance and bliss, can you tell everyone who's listening where they can find you on social so they can get to know you a little bit more and follow along on your journey? Sure. So on Instagram, I am at coach underscore muffin. There's all my stuff there in my bio to get a hold of me. My website launches very soon. I don't even know what the date is today. It launches in, I think, a week. Yeah. So it'll be www.coachmuffin.com. And I'm really, really excited. This one feels like a really big step in my business life. Yeah. I'm excited for it. And where did Coach Muffin come from? Totally off topic. (laughs) So I had this lovely French Canadian client who called everyone else in her circle of people Muffin. Like she never calls anyone by their actual first name, (laughs) but I was coach. Not sure why, but I was coach all the time. And I had a dream one night and in the dream, I had told her she had to do a ridiculous amount of burpees. And she started swearing at me in French. My French is not good. I couldn't understand anything she was saying to me until she swore at me in English and called me Coach Muffin. And the next morning at 6 a.m. boot camp, she was there. I was telling the story and I've been Coach Muffin ever since. (laughs) Such a cool story. Oh my gosh. I love it. I think, I think Coach Muffin is great. Okay. So our lovely game that we like to play in the last week. If you had to choose whether you felt balanced or whether you felt bliss, which word would you choose and why would that be? Bliss. I think there's been a lot of attempts at balance with like some new business stuff happening, but bliss. Last night I had a boot camp and I'm working out of a brand new space right now and all faces that were fairly new to training with me and this group of women gelled together so perfectly last night. And as a group instructor and a coach, you know, that classes are either people who show up and work out together because it's 6 PM on a Wednesday and it works for their schedule or it becomes something special. And there's going to be moments. There's going to be real relationships. It's going to form community. And last night it was that I walked out of my class and I just, I had goosebumps. And I wanted to cry and happy dance and hug everyone I saw, because I know what's going to happen with this group and they don't even know it yet. Mm -hmm. And it was awesome. 
It probably feels really cool too, to know that like you brought that together. It was really cool because the one lady is brand new to our community and she works a high stress job. She is in policing and she is a high ranking official there and to have her walk in and just like the ladies to be like, Hey, if you need a breakfast spot in our town, you need to go to Diana Sweets. You need to do this. You need, it was just, I love that. Love it. That is the power of community. And, and I think that's a really great place to end that off that the power of community can be so beneficial, can be so powerful, um, and can really completely change somebody's experience and whether like we all crave that sense of belonging. So when you can feel that, when you can create that, it makes our life, it makes our lives better. It makes the world a better place. So Lynn coach muffin. Thank you so much for coming and chatting with us today. And I feel really honored to have you a part of the project and to share your story with us. And so thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. Oh, thank you so much for all of your time and cheerleading us on through this project. It's been amazing. Thank you. I'm happy to do it. So everybody, thank you so much for listening today. Next week, come join us for another Body Bliss segment and we will catch you then. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Balance and Bliss podcast. If you love today's show and want to hear more, be sure to hit subscribe to stay up to date with all of our new episodes. And if you liked what you heard, take a second, grab a screenshot, share it to Instagram, and be sure to tag us at the Balance and Bliss podcast. We'd love to see you listening and hearing from you. Lastly, it would mean so much to us if you would take a moment to review and give us a rating on your favorite platform and share this pod with your friends. Your ratings and reviews are so important to help us get this message to more women and help spread the word about achieving balance and bliss. If there are any topics you'd like us to discuss, reach out to us on Instagram. That's where we hang out the most. Send us a message. Tell us what you need more of in your life so we can include it in one of our upcoming shows. We can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening and stay well.